Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a multidimensional energy light worker. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've always dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun and let's get started right now. Today, we're going to be talking about the secret to volunteering. This is about time versus fear versus the reward you might get from doing that. So here are a couple of questions I want you to think about. See if any of these apply to you. First, is there fear that holds you back from volunteering? Maybe you're afraid of what they'll ask you to do, or maybe you don't have the time or the talent you're thinking, so you kind of have some fear about it. Do you make up excuses why you can't volunteer before you even try? I'm familiar with this one. This is one of my favorite ones in the past. Or maybe you think you can't fit one more thing into your schedule because you're just so, so busy. Maybe you volunteer for everything. Does that sound familiar to you? Or perhaps other people volunteer you for everything, like your spouse or your children will volunteer you. And lastly, The question is, do you think that volunteering will make your life better? Do any of these apply to you? Which one? I can pretty much guarantee that the right kind of volunteering will make your life better, more joyful and fulfilling, as well as more limitless. If you answer yes to even any of those questions, I hope today to be able to give you a different perspective by giving you some benefits you may never have thought of helping you to learn to say no when it's just a little too much, if you need that one, and telling you a little of my story and how I got over my fear and my excuses for not volunteering for things. I'm also going to give you a few ideas on how you can find a great volunteer role for yourself, whatever you find interesting. If you're like I used to be, you may be a champion excuse maker. Kind of already said a little bit about that. So when it comes to volunteering, I was too busy, it was too hard, I had a fear of taking the step. Even volunteering to answer a question in class can put some of us off, especially if we don't know the answer, right? This isn't just about volunteering for an organization or to help someone. Maybe your boss asks you, will you do a project? Or your child or spouse has something come up and they need you to do something for them. Plus, volunteering doesn't have to take hours and hours. It can be as quick as running to help someone to open a door. If their hands are full and they can't get to the door, that may be all that that volunteering moment was. It can also be working one day a month at an animal shelter or an hour here and there at causes that you really love. You may already be volunteering and not even realize it. Plus, many corporations are now including it in their corporate culture and even having a day where they give back in some way. So why volunteer? First, why don't we look at the benefits? I got some of these from helpguide.org, and these first four are directly actually from them. The benefits of volunteering is about feeling 
healthier, and happier. Volunteering connects you to others so you can know people better. Volunteering is good for your mind and your body. Feeling like you really, really are connected to other people, but also it makes you feel lighter. It makes you feel happier in all different sorts of ways. Volunteering can actually advance your career, according to them. It can bring fun and fulfillment to your life. And also from thebalancemb.org, they talk about 15 different benefits. And there are many, but there's a few of them. They talk about building community, that people care more for each other. So maybe there's less violence. There's less issues that come up because you already know these people. You might feel less lonely because you'll come out of your shell, maybe make some new friends. You could develop emotional stability because it helps with depression when you're connecting to people. PTSD helps with low self-esteem. And even they talk about obsessive compulsive disorder, and it helps that, as well as anger management. It can also increase your longevity and refers to graceful aging. I mean, obviously, if you enjoy life more, you'll connect with others. You're going to be feeling much more centered in a better place for you as you age. And since it also helps your brain's elasticity, they refer to the fact that it might reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. And we all wouldn't mind that as we get older. My favorite benefits of volunteering are that it can help you find friends, learn new skills. I do remember, I don't know if I remember how to do it, but I do remember doing, learning how to put in a window when I was with Habitat for Humanity one day. And I have to say, I hope to heavens that they fixed it if I did anything wrong, because that was a lot more complicated than I ever thought. But you can learn new skills. Not that I'll ever use that one again. It also helps you relieve stress. And those are some of my favorites. If you're younger, it can even help you get into college because it looks great on your resume. And it can help advance your career when you turn your resume into your new prospective bosses, see these different kinds of volunteering things you've done. And the big plus, hello, it can be fun. There are so many different things that you can do that you can really enjoy. For me, it was a bit of a long process to volunteer for anything because the unknown scared me to death. I didn't know about all these benefits because it was before the internet and definitely before my friend, Mr. Google, who tells me everything. And of course, I didn't realize I wasn't saying yes to volunteering until junior high. I mean, I won an award and the whole group that won those awards got to go to some musical show or other over at the Circle Star Theater. It was in San Carlos, California for lots of years, although it's not there anymore. The main singer asked for volunteers. I would not raise my hand, even though my friend at the time said, come on, let's do it. Come on. And I was like, no, no way. And she looked me right in the eye and said, what's the matter with you? You never volunteer for anything. Obviously, that made a bit of an impression because I remember it to this day. And I won't tell you how many years ago that was. I'm not even sure I remember. But that did stay. It stayed in the back of my mind because it really kind of impressed me. And yeah, I was good at raising my hand in school when I knew the answer. But other than that, I don't think I stepped up for much of anything until many years later. My real experience, my biggest one at volunteering was related to theater. And if anybody listening knows me, they know I have performed in theater for years and I love it. But it wasn't just acting, volunteering. It was about a weekend that I used to go to once a year on Labor Day. It was a theater weekend with all sorts of fun stuff going on. And actually, it's still going on. Every year, they introduced the committee that planned it. 
they'd say, come join us. It's fun. There's food. There's camaraderie. There's food. We have a really good time. Oh, and did we say there's food? And I went, nah, for like 10 or 12 years. Finally, I got to the point of liking the people involved and going, hmm, I wouldn't really mind talking to these people and enjoying their company and maybe trying that food that they keep talking about. And when I finally joined them, there were quite a few people on the committee. There were like 18 or 20 at every meeting. And over the next three to four or five years, the committee dwindled for various reasons. And finally, there were only six or seven maybe active members when the next elections came around. There were four officer positions, and I decided, "Mm, maybe I could actually volunteer for something, take that next step besides just the committee. And so I ran for something that I figured was pretty easy. It was vice chairperson. I mean, what does that person do anyway? I mean, it was feeling fairly safe, right? It was not a real scary step. But a couple of months later, the then new chairperson stopped showing up at meetings. No one could reach her. We eventually found out that she was fine, but she was just overwhelmed for numerous reasons, kind of went into a hermit mode, needed to take care of herself. And they looked at the vice chair, of course, to lead the committee. And I looked around and I went, yeah, right, the vice chair. And then I went, holy moly, that's me. I was horrified because it was like my worst fear had happened. I had no idea what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. And for a recovering perfectionist, that's definitely a nightmare. I will give myself full credit, though, because instead of running for the hills screaming or quitting, I stepped up and I faced my fear, thanks to the entire committee helping me, especially one person who had been with the group for many years who actually came over to my house and helped me write up a timetable with what the tasks were and when they needed to be completed so we could get the show on the road, so to speak, get the the theater weekend up on its feet. It was such a huge relief to have that kind of help. And for the next five years or more, I think, I was in charge. I used that timetable that she had helped me with to create my agendas. And I really felt like I was enjoying what I was doing. And when I finally stepped down from that committee, I had grown so much as a person in so many ways. I was more self-confident. I felt like I made a difference when I was doing just anything. When I realized how much I loved that experience, I really started volunteering for maybe a few too many things. Some I loved and some I didn't. My time got nuts because I I was just doing so much. So my next step was learning when to volunteer and when not to. A couple of times on my path, this may be the same for you. Mm, You have to look at those opportunities, some of which seem to be thrust upon me, and learn when saying yes was right for me. I don't know where you are on this spectrum. Whether you have fear, whether you volunteer with great gusto, but maybe you do too much or whether other people have it for you. If you're constantly volunteering, what about that? Are you totally exhausted? Or maybe your child or your partner or spouse is volunteering you for things. I mean, anything from carpool to baking cookies or a fundraiser to to even event planning for a function or just inviting people over for a business or or even a fun gathering. You may be the go-to person. And that's great if you love it. But if you don't, it may be time for you to put a few boundaries up. If you're constantly volunteering, take a moment, take a step back, and look at the situations you've gotten yourself into. Do you have to do these things? Is that how you feel? Does it make you feel needed or appreciated or maybe loved when you volunteer because of the response you get? Maybe it's even deeper than that. 
deeper than volunteering versus not volunteering. If you find that it's something you need to talk to someone at a deeper level for, to unearth that you may need a life coach or a therapist. But sometimes we can just take that step back and see things for ourselves. Now, a quick thing about setting boundaries. If you volunteer yourself for jobs and things, decide on the type of things you want to volunteer for if you're not enjoying what you're doing. What type? Why do you want to do it? I mean, make sure you set your own boundaries. Maybe you don't go where they ask you to do things. Maybe you don't go to certain meetings anymore because you know you always get roped in and you can't say no. So you just tell them, I need to take a bit of a break for now. And they may go, no, we need you to do something. And you'll go, no, it's okay. I need it. So I need a break. (laughs) I'll be back when I've got something else under control that I'm working on. Perhaps you can also set a boundary by practicing saying no from time to time on little things. So you don't volunteer for the big things. Just take a little bit of time and see the world won't come to an end if you don't volunteer for every single thing, if that's you. Now, if other people volunteer you, you may have to set boundaries by telling them, but you got to be brave about it. Tell them that you don't want to be doing every single thing. You're too tired. You don't have the time. Maybe you don't have the money or the space, whatever it may be. Tell them because people cannot read your mind if it's bothering you. Tell your children or your spouse that they should not volunteer you for something until they ask you about the opportunity. They can tell the other people, maybe my wife would be interested in that. Maybe my mom will do it. Let me ask her. Don't volunteer you if that's not what you want. Now, if you need help with setting boundaries, there is some information about it in my show. You can listen back. Calling, I think it's called No More Walls. It has a little information there, but I'm also going to be doing another one in the future with more in-depth discussion. And if you need help right now, by all means, contact me. Find another life coach. That uh, information to contact me is in the show notes. The next question you may be asking is, when do I know which volunteer opportunity is right for me? How do I know that? When do I know it? The right match can be super important for you. It depends on what you're volunteer for. Consider your goals. Consider your interests. So first, let me ask you, what are your regular opportunities? And do those appeal to you? Do you like them? Maybe there's something at work that you're constantly asked to do, and it's not a requirement, but if you volunteer, it looks good on your resume, so to speak, with the boss. It goes, wow, she's been really helpful. Or maybe if you volunteer too much, they're going, oh, just give it to her, let her do all the work, because you don't say no, or you, you always volunteer. So there's work. There's maybe your children's school. Maybe there's opportunities where you live. But try to find a balance from what you feel you have to do and what you want to do. So if you feel you have to volunteer at your child's school, maybe you don't volunteer for everything at your child's school. You just volunteer for some of it. But what do you like? Ask yourself this question. Do you like to work with people? And of course, people is very general. What kind of age group do you like? Do you like to work with babies, young toddlers, school-age kids, adults, or maybe seniors? Maybe you want to tutor. There's a lot of opportunities for that. You can do various subjects, especially if you know them or you can help someone read. You can volunteer at senior centers. You can read for some people who can't see anymore, who are late in becoming difficult in reading, or maybe they have a beginning of dementia and they can't read anymore. You can do hospice work. You can work as a volunteer at a daycare center. If you like animals, 
if you like pets specifically, of course, there's all kinds of shelters that you could work at. You could work by fostering pets if you can turn them back over when it's time. I know that's not me. I couldn't do that. I once, Unless they were really difficult, I would want to keep that pet. So it's not a choice for me to foster. But perhaps that would be perfect for you. And if you love wild animals, maybe you want to work with groups that help save or protect them. Depends on where you live and what's available, too. If you don't want to travel far, you just want to do an hour here and there. There's also the environment. Are you really anxious about the environment? Do you want to do something for that? You can always give money to groups, of course, if you have it. But if you want hands-on, look for different groups in the area that appeals to you. Maybe you want climate change or save the rainforests, volunteer in a national park, even a community garden, or, or participate in a cleanup of some part of your local area, maybe a local park, or even the highway has people that adopt a highway sections. What causes are important to you? If you don't have any, then perhaps you just like animals and that works. It's not a cause, but it's something you just enjoy being around. And then ask yourself, do you prefer to be in person? Or do you want to do it remotely so that you feel like you're doing something, but you don't have to be around other people, especially during COVID times? Maybe you don't want to be too close quite yet. Do you like to work alone or are you a team player? And do you like to be in the background, just making things work and one of the worker bees? Or are you someone who would like to do a more visible role? None of these are right or wrong. They're just, what do you like doing? Really look at it. And then ask yourself, Besides what you like, what are your goals for volunteering? Do you want to build your skill set? Then look for those types of opportunities. If you're looking for a new career, you even have the chance of checking it out first by volunteering somewhere. Instead of like going back to school and spending all that money, maybe you do something that you can get an idea. Oh, if I did this, this is all the stuff I'd face, but I'm going to volunteer an hour or two here and see what people have to go through if they had that kind of job. You can intern. You can find yourself looking and having fun. If your your reason for volunteering is because you want to have fun, then that's great. But don't pick something that is boring then if you want to have fun. If you want to find a new hobby, maybe. Maybe you want to make a difference or give something back. Maybe you want to teach or share your skills. And then you got to decide how much time you want to commit. Maybe you want to give money. Sometimes you want to give time or just your energy? What do you want to do? And if you feel called to volunteer, but something is holding you back, check the different options. There are probably lots of opportunities in your neighborhood. See if any of these feel good to you. What about, oh, I already mentioned local animal shelters and rescue organizations or wildlife centers. How about community theaters? I'm on the board of community theater. I'm actually a co-treasurer. Because that was one of those volunteer things that kind of just happened when I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't asked to do it. I did volunteer when it was needed. But I also have been in theater. I've acted on stage. I've directed. So that was an obvious area I was interested in. What about libraries? You can volunteer there for all sorts of things. There's churches. If you are a person of faith and you like going to church, there's all kinds of volunteer opportunities at most churches, synagogues, mosques, wherever you want to to hang your hat that feels right to you. You can also, and I kind of mentioned this, you can tutor. There's all kinds of people that want need tutoring. You can volunteer. There's a bunch of after-school programs. In my area, there's two of them that are really good and they need tutors. One is called Girls Inc. and the other one is the Partners Program. 
They both are excellent and they both need tutors to help people, to help the kids. And of course, there's like big brothers, big sister, things like that as well. If you want that age group, there's senior centers you can volunteer at. There's certain service organizations like the Rotary Club or the Elks Club or other ones where sometimes they need people to step up and do things. Maybe there's fundraisers for a certain group that they're working on and you can help there as well. There's also all sorts of different youth organizations. And of course, let's not forget the sporting groups. Maybe there's a team that needs your help and you love sports and you're going, hey, this would be fun. I can just be out there and clean the bases or something. I'd love to do this. Maybe that's something. You can also, if you're not sure what you want to do, look at a few websites and the companies that speak to you. What is their mission? And what type of volunteer opportunities do they have? Make sure they're legitimate, but call and ask questions of the volunteer coordinator. What are their expectations? How many hours do they expect? Is there a financial aspect? Do they maybe require you to do something with money as well? What do they have their volunteers doing? And is there any training involved? Because perhaps that's the case as well. Now, if they try to sell you like, and talk you into being there, just tell them that you're contacting a number of groups and you're trying to find a good fit because you want it to be a good fit for you and the organization. You want to make sure that the things that you want to do are things you enjoy and things that the organization needs to have done. So if you have something specifically in mind, some kind of a skill that you have you want to use, you want to make sure it's with an organization that has integrity and that you really are looking forward to working with. I do recommend start slow. Take a smaller time commitment to start with. You want to enjoy it and not feel overwhelmed and maybe it makes you feel too busy. So you can always give more and more of your time if it feels right. Or maybe commit to a couple of different organizations and you could be doing two of the same types of things with two different maybe animal shelters or you could do a library and a theater or an animal shelter and a theater. They could be totally opposites, but two things that you love to do, especially if you're retired because there are a million different people who could use your help, especially if you don't do anything now. Don't be afraid. Get up and realize you have so many opportunities and so many people would be very, very happy to have your assistance. If you do volunteer somewhere and it doesn't feel right, or you really don't like it, you don't have to stay. I mean, that's what's so good about volunteering. Show up for two or three times. And if you go, oh, this isn't what I planned on, then just say, thank you very much. This isn't what I wanted. If you like the organization, you can always ask them, is there something else I can do here? This isn't really fit for me. And if they say no, you say, okay, well, thank you. Let me go find another place. The good thing is they can't stop your salary because you're volunteering. Don't let your fear or your reticence over volunteering stop you like it used to stop me. If you fall into that category, realize that I'm me right here. I'm here to tell you that if you can step up, you'll feel like you've not only made the world a better place, but you'll grow in ways you can't imagine. And if either you or someone else volunteers you for too many things that you really don't want to do, learning to recognize what you love and only volunteer for those things or getting a better balance for things you feel you have to volunteer for versus things you want to, that's a huge gift to yourself. Remember, volunteering doesn't have to take hours and hours. It can be a momentary kindness as well as working one day a month somewhere or volunteering maybe. I almost like 40 hour a week. Up to you. It's your choice. What serves you best? What do you want from it? 
And how do you feel when you do it? Volunteering will honestly help you live a more limitless life. It's good for your spirit. You'll feel more fulfilled, more joyful, and you may even feel like you have a new purpose for your life. Giving back to others, it gives back to you more than a thousandfold. Trust me, I've been there, but you have to realize if you're at a place that it isn't working for you when you volunteer, it's okay. Just find something different. There are so many opportunities out there, and they will be so happy to have you there with them. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to Living Your Limitless Life. Do you want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com. Today's gonna be, gonna be a good day.